Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about some unexpected ways we can save our environment with special guest, Bill Nye. Then you'll learn about why spicy solar panels capture more sunlight. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Today is Earth Day, an annual event to demonstrate support for environmental protection. And who would have thought back on the first Earth Day in 1970 that half a century later, our environment would be one of the most important issues in the world? Hmm, seems like the kind of question we should ask someone who was at the first Earth Day. So, how about Bill Nye? Yes, the legendary Bill Nye, who you may know as the science guy, joins us today to talk about the beginnings of the special day and where he thinks we should go from here. Yeah, so I am so old. How old are you? I'm so old. I was at the very first Earth Day in Washington, D.C. I grew up in the city limits of Washington, D.C. The first Earth Day was in 1970. I rode my bicycle, my Schwinn Varsity bicycle, to uh, the Washington Monument. And in those days, okay, I locked my bike with a cable lock to the flagpole front of the Washington Monument. I mean, if you tried that now, you'd be like, what is it, three warning shots in the legs and then you'd you know, go to some black ops facility. I mean, so it was a different era. It was Washington really used to be a small town. And there was a stage and people were doing presentations about Earth Day. And in those days, everybody's concern was pollution. You know, uh, and now Earth Day pollution is serious business, plastic trash of great concern. But now it's climate change. Yeah, let's talk about climate change. Like, what school of thought are you in? Because I know there are a lot of people who think that climate change is a foregone conclusion. We are already on our way. We already have a warming planet. There's nothing really we can do about it. So we'd have to just prepare for a different future. And there are other people who say we can still fix things. How do you feel about that? Well, the answer to me is both. That is to say, you know, let's just talk about one of my uh, my most recent general audience book, uh, Everything All at Once. And I that's the title because I believe we have to work the problem from both ends or every end we can find. That is to say, we need to be more responsible with our soil, our topsoil. Uh, we're going to have – right now we have 7.8 billion people. We're going to have 8 or 9. We're, we might even have 10 billion people by 2060 or something like that. And so we need – we're going to have less arable land. We're going to grow more food for more people on less land through advances in agricultural technology or farming. But we have to farm in a way to preserve our topsoil or we're going to – we're not going to be able to do it. We're not going to be able to feed everybody, and that will result in conflict. And then, as I say all the time, we need three things. Clean water, renewably produced electricity that's reliable, and access to the Internet or whatever the Internet comes to be called. Global electronic information. We need that for everybody in the world to get to the big idea, Ashley, the big idea, Cody, the big idea Raise the standard of living of women and girls. When you raise the standard of living of women and girls, everybody is better off. But that is not a trivial thing. So we need to electrify all ground transportation. And this that one we have to work from both ends. We have to provide the cars and trucks and trains and maybe even, I'm excited, about airplanes that are electric. 
And then we have to provide a grid that's robust, electrical grid that's robust and can handle all this ground transportation, sucking all this electricity out of every which way uh, it can be made available. And then we have to now, I realize, I guess everybody realizes, we got to get the old cars off the road. And because, uh, you know, modern cars just like you get a Toyota, not that I have a Toyota, but the thing will run 20 years. Uh, somebody I work with has a Toyota with 400,000 miles on it. My goodness. And so we got to get those cars off the road and that's going to take incentive. You know, we're going to have to figure out a way to make it worth somebody's while, especially people who, as I like to say, work for a living. You know, I'm sitting here in a chair on a Zoom call, crying out loud, people that farm and mow lawns and carry stuff. <laughs> They got to, we got to make it so their vehicles can be absorbed and converted to electric. I go on, but we need to work the problem from both ends and we got to actively take carbon dioxide out of the air. It's going to be a hard, difficult problem. So to recap, we need clean water, reliable, renewable energy and access to the internet to raise the standard of living of women and girls. Wait, can I just dive a little deeper into that? Why women and girls? I've heard this oh. before, and I think it's really interesting. Well, it wasn't my idea. You know, the United Nations has studied this every way possible. So uh, when you raise the standard of living of women, they have fewer kids, and the kids they do have have more resources. In other words, when you have the same amount of small business that the woman is running for her children, if she has fewer children, they each have more resources. And uh, this is not my idea, you know, sh shoot the messenger or whatever. And then the way to have women with a high quality of life is to have girls who get educated before they become whatever you might call women. And so uh, whatever age you might designate that. And so this is in everybody's best interest. And in order to raise the standard of living of women and girls, you need education. And the way to provide education to uh, the developing world, well, to anywhere, like in exotic places like West Virginia. The way to do it is to provide the internet or something like the internet. Like we have a whole year where people have been in school online. Yes, and it's been fraught with trouble. But this is a, a, a solvable problem, everybody. You know, we can provide the internet to everybody if we just decide to do it. And, you know, SpaceX, say what you will, is launching this Starlink system where I'm on the board of the uh, Mount St. Helens Institute, for those who've ever been to Mount St. Helens in Washington State in the U.S. Uh, we're going to get our internet in the new facility from space. We're going to get our internet access probably from the Starlink system, where satellites at orbiting at low altitude, low altitude for a satellite, they're still in space, <laughs> hand the internet access from one satellite to another the same way we hand mobile phone calls from one cell to another. It's doable. It's exciting. Bill told us that he strongly advocates for making the internet a public utility because that would help people in rural areas gain access. And that would help us get everyone connected and on the way to a better future. There's a reason for the saying, the rising tide lifts all boats. Bill also told us he's very optimistic about our future. There's a lot of work to do, but saving our planet is certainly work worth doing. Again, that was Bill Nye, and you can find links to pick up his latest book and to check out his podcast, Science Rules, in today's show notes. What do solar panels and Pico de Gallo have in common? Well, they're both better when they're spicy. 
That's according to new research showing the compound that gives chili peppers their spice has helped engineers create some of the most efficient solar panels ever made. Solar panels have traditionally been made out of silicon, but a new generation of the green tech is combining that classic material with cells made out of perovskites. Those minerals are cheaper and easier to process, and they're also really, really good at absorbing energy from the sun. But there is a problem. They're not so good at converting that energy into electricity, which is kind of a bummer. That's why researchers in China set out to find a new material to boost their efficiency without raising costs or slowing down production. The material needed to be cheap, abundant, and delicious. Wait, that's not right. It needed to be cheap and abundant, but not necessarily delicious. Anyway, the researchers had a rough idea of what physical qualities they were looking for, and capsaicin fit the bill. That's the compound that makes peppers spicy. The researchers made some solar panels with the compound and compared their performance to a control group of solar panels without any capsaicin. The results were really promising. The capsaicin-laced panels were 15% more efficient than the normal ones in converting solar energy to electricity. That is quite the boost. And the capsaicin does its thing at a very tiny scale. The molecules cause the grains in the solar cells to expand. That matters because the grains are the part of the panel that's actively converting energy. The capsaicin also helps by bringing extra electrons to the party. Under normal circumstances, key elements of the solar panels have an electron deficit. Adding capsaicin turns that deficit into a surplus. All those extra electrons let the panels generate more electricity from the same amount of sunlight. But beyond that, researchers aren't quite sure how it works. Analyses have shown that the new panels have more free electrons at the surface, and it looks like some of the efficiency gains happen because less energy is turned into heat. But all in all, this is good news for the planet, because the new solar panels are cheaper and easier to make than traditional ones. I think I'll celebrate the good news with some chips and salsa. Extra spicy, please. Let's do a quick recap of what we learned today, starting with the fact that, according to Bill Nye, three big things we need to save our planet are clean water, reliable, renewable energy, and access to the Internet to raise the standard of living of women and girls. Because when you raise the standard of living of women, they have fewer kids, and the kids they do have have more resources and are more likely to become more educated. You don't have to spread those resources too thin. Everybody gets a bigger share, which is great. And a major way to help people be educated is to provide them with information, as in the Internet, for everyone, by making it affordable and easy for everyone to get, no matter where they are. This is doable, and it's exciting, and it's being worked on by some pretty smart people already. So let's be optimistic for the future, like Bill Nye said. And stay tuned to Curiosity Daily because next week we're going to be talking about some ways that you can prepare for the effects of climate change with special guest CBS News correspondent David Pogue. So much environment to talk about. You can't fit it all into one day. And we also learned that researchers literally spiced up some solar panels with a little help from capsaicin. Adding the stuff that makes hot peppers spicy increased these solar panels efficiency by 15%. By causing the grains in the solar cells to expand and by bringing in extra electrons. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. You can never have too many electrons, Ashley. I thought you were going to be like, you can never make your solar panel too spicy. (laughs) Bring on the heat. I wonder where the solar panels fall on the Scoville scale. That's the scale of how spicy things are. That's right. (laughs) We got to call up our friends at the Food Network. Get Guy Fieri to check him out. And fun fact, solar panels provide all the energy for Flavortown. (laughs) You know what you need to cool off after you lick a spicy solar panel? Wind energy. (laughs) Get it? Yep. (laughs) Today's last story was written by Grant Curran and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Curiosity Daily is produced and edited by Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow and we'll spice things up once again to help you learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious.